Maybe we should start every podcast out with a song. <laughs> An original. Song dee dong. <laughs> la 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 la. Maybe, maybe well, we should not start every yeah, podcast out with a song. <laughs> maybe not. I'll start off the podcast by admitting I don't research diddly crap before we hop in here and Sorry, start recording. Man. That's yeah. okay. No one can tell. Well. <laughs> Maybe some people can tell. <laughs> well, we'll just ask for your two cents. It's, you, you don't need to, I've already Adam. given my two cents plus $149.98 yeah. to those uh, God of War collector's uh, packs that were 150 bucks that are on sale right now for 59 How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> huh? How do you feel? I feel just fine. Are you going to sue them like all the people that Fallout went on sale and so they sue? Yeah. No, because I got all my stuff uh-huh. and I got it eight months before it went on sale. And look at it. It's right there. It's, it's amazing. Glorious. It doesn't even fit fully on your windowsill. I, <laughs> I made it fit. You need a shelf. I made a shelf. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. 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 Um, yeah. Hi. Welcome to the Bite Me Podcast, episode 109. Ooh. Are we ready for Christmas? Yeah, yeah, mostly. I really like I, the day after Christmas. Me too. Like some of my best. <laughs> why? Because like, you get to return all the crap you don't want. No. Well, like I just feel like like holidays bring unnecessary stress on other people's lives, and it affects mine. Yep. Because I don't really. I'm not a stressful person. I don't stress out over <clears> literally <throat> almost anything. Right. But like, I feel the effects of other people, and that's the only stressful thing in my life is other people's stress, and that's. It's unfortunate, but one of, one of my very favorite Christmases was the day after Christmas, like maybe fifteen years ago, where we did Christmas and all the you know crap associated with it, and then the next day, like my buddy came over and we just played like him and me and my wife played video games all day and ate cheese and like that crappy cheese. juicy cheesy sausage poops. from uh, from uh, what you call it farms, yeah, yeah. Hillshire, Hillshire Farms, like big sausages and played video games, and it was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. My probably my favorite. Yeah, mm. good. Yeah. yeah, I like cookies. I don't know. I, I love cookies. <laughs> like, the, I cookies like are the Christmas. best of Christmas. I have no input. <laughs> <laughs> Much like I have nothing to say about anything we're talking about today. Yeah, sorry, I'll I, eventually. Have ask you stuff. finished your Christmas shopping? Oh God, no. Wait, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Well, it was my friend Tony's birthday the other night, so um, while we were in Dublin, I got him this special bottle of whiskey that you oh, can nice. only get from the Jameson Distillery, that specific sure. one, can't get anywhere else, and I was super excited for him to finally get this, because we've been holding on to it for months. Yeah. Kevin had purchased- uh, He dropped it. Well, no. no I would kill. I mean, I would have loved him anyway. <laughs> um, Kevin had gotten Tony another gift, but I didn't realize it was his Christmas gift. Oh. So I was like- Kevin was sick. He was asleep. I'm going to dinner with all of our friends for Tony's birthday. So I'm like, oh, that's that. That's his other gift. And I wrapped it real quick. So he got his birthday and Christmas gift on his birthday. Whoops. That's what happens when you're born in December. I was going to say that. Yeah, that's just what yeah, happens yeah. when you're born, you know. I'm in January. That's bad born. enough. Yeah, I was going to say, um, November is kind of the yeah. same. Like, If you're born near Thanksgiving, Christmas, yeah. New Year's. I think I'd rather have my birthday before because then you get like a little appetizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than like whatever you get on your birthday seems... To pale in comparison. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. true. I'm just being selfish. My wife's okay. birthday falls on Father's Day, like once every five years. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Let's do what I want yeah, to do today. Yeah, it's super <laughs> crappy. Like, it's really crappy for her. So, whatever. Why is it crappy for her? Because she, like, for all the longest time, like, it was like, oh, it's your birthday, but it's also Father's Day. <laughs> and Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, it didn't work the other way. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> well, it wasn't me. Oh. It was, it was as a youth. 
Oh, gotcha. A as youth. a Ute. As a Ute. A Ute. Yeah. Um, all right. So welcome to the By Me Podcast, episode 109. My name is Adam West. Cliff. Jingle Bells Johnson. <laughs> the Dylan, back in action. Missed a week, but I'm here. Ready to you. talk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. We just kept saying, like, yeah. hey, Dylan, what do you think? And then we'd wait for 30 seconds. Yeah. And like, oh, or, I'd, oh. or I'd just say something nerdy, nerdy, What's nerdy. What's the difference? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we've got some news to talk about. Uh, let's see. A few things. Carlton and the Backpack Kid are suing Epic. Shocker. Have you, have so you heard about the Backpack Kid before this? Yeah. All right. How have you yeah, not heard about like, the Backpack Kid bit. and the flossing? That's where flossing came from. Apparently. The, the thing is, I, I looked a little deeper into this and... I'll just wait to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I have I have things to say as well. Yeah. Dylan has done some deep dives into the topics yeah, we're discussing today. It, it, it's going to be very anticlimactic, but... That's fine. <laughs> let's just say I don't think they really have any grounds. They really it. don't. Oh, I think uh, they really do. He didn't create the dance, though. That's the... Oh, whatever. That's the, that, that's the, that's the big... Big and, and frankly, like I think these two have yeah. way less. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, <laughs> um, Steam might be making crossplay easier uh, with the Xbox, so we'll talk about that. Um, also, the w- at least we have something to call the next gen Xbox now. Um, yeah, which I saw their their code name mm-hmm. for the next um, Xbox. I'm just waiting for the memes to start. I will pay extra for one of them. Seriously, mm-hmm. I have a feeling it's going to have to do with either Sir Mix a Lot or Nicki Minaj. Or maybe both. Or, or that really, really bad J-Lo movie. That yes. quite the dynamic duo. Um, uh, Discord is shaking some things up on their online store. They're offering a, an even bigger split to the devs. We'll talk about that. And a whole bunch of other stuff, including questions uh, from some of our favorite people. Yeah, I'm just going to skip over it. I'm just going to tease. Like, I want to get through this. Tease everything. Tease everything? We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's I just know. talk about it. Well, eventually we will. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Now we're talking about talking about it. That's we're digressing. <laughs> now you're laughing. I that am. dead air is not good. It's it's we, a we podcast. We don't have to pay a penalty for having dead air. It's okay. Wait, what? Yeah. You pay a penalty on radio? If you have a if you have dead air oh, yeah. and it's not a, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can get in big trouble for having dead air. Just saying. I thought it was just bad radio. It <laughs> is bad radio, but <laughs> you can also get in trouble for it. Um no, I'm not. Anyway. Not what? Teasing the rest of it. That's a tease. Exactly. <laughs> That's the ultimate tease is you exactly. don't even know what's coming now. That's why I did tease. that. It's like, oh, there's more they're talking about that they're not telling us about? What? I must listen. I was going to make an inappropriate joke. That's okay. Um, all jokes you make are inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, some cheap free game stuff with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Ooh. Ooh, snap. Uh, but first, we talk about what we're playing. And Dylan, since you weren't here last week, I'm going to go ahead and let you start. Okay. Speak. We'll talk about the fun thing first. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, yeah. It's incredible. It's super um, fun. I think I wasn't, I never played the GameCube Smash Bros. a lot because I didn't have a GameCube. Was that Melee? Yeah. And that's the one that everyone thought, and still to this day, is the one that's played competitively. Um, and I think that's going to change because I think this absolutely dethrones it. Oh, yeah. In every. Not even a stretch of the imagination, but just in reality. Um, it's so solid. Every character ever in another game plus many more except there's an unnecessarily large amount of Fire Emblem characters and I don't care um, I'm sorry <laughs> like I don't need eight Fire Emblem characters like why didn't I not get like Tails from Sonic like why can't I have two characters from another game why Waluigi? do I have to have eight characters that I don't know Waluigi yeah well, like, I saw some random glitch that somebody somebody posted some random yeah. weird glitch where it showed like a whole bunch of knuck- uh, Knuckles I want to say or Tails yeah. and a whole bunch of Waluigi's yeah 
Well, they, real weird. They do. I mean, you those characters exist within the game within the assist trophies and stuff, right? Which is like kind of when they would tease some characters along the way. Like they weren't actually showing you characters; they were showing you like characters that appear in the game, which was kind of misleading because like they showed Shovel Knight as an assist trophy. And it's like, no, I actually just want to be Shovel Knight. Like yeah. that is the character I want more than anything. Like I would trade all eight Fire Emblem characters for Shovel Knight, like <laughs> any day of the week. One because they're like OP anyway, so not just really strong, um, but. That's my only gripe is, like, I don't know why Fire Emblem gets the most characters out of any game. I just think that's weird. Um, anyway, the game's super fun. Um, yeah, we like, talked about it a lot, Adam. Yeah, um, I, I still I need to go yeah, to someone's house and so play it. We got to have a big smash party, and we'll get eight controllers hooked a up. big smash party. eight people, Ooh. and we'll play the smallest map with all the biggest characters, and it'll be awesome. So, um, have you seen those little um, little plastic grips that you can pop your Joy-Con into, and it makes it almost like a traditional? Yeah. Sh- so, get those because when you're playing with those little bit Joy Cons, um, it's kind of a pain in the a. Yeah. So, you, and you can't play it with a Pro Controller, right? You can. Yeah, you can. Yeah. No, I think I've got I've a special. I thought that was. Oh, uh, it's Pokemon Go that you can't yeah, play yeah. with a Pro Controller. Yeah. Um, Kevin got the the limited edition Smash. Pro controller. Oh, because we needed that. Oh, I've generally been playing on my TV. I played. I didn't have a problem playing it handheld, really. But Mm. um, super fun. Um, I've played a lot of like three player, like with three friends and one computer. And that's wait, three players is three friends. Yeah, that's weird. It's not Um, right. And and a computer. Um, uh, like three three living people and a computer. You can still, but you can have a you can have a three. Right. Yeah. But I, I don't know. The triple threat is kind of maybe it's sometimes it's more fun to have two duos sometimes. True. I don't know. True. Maybe it is more fun to have three. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so you're enjoying uh, Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> finally finished the main storyline of Red Dead 2. Nice. Did you really? However, wow. there is an epilogue, which is essentially still the story. So, um, right. um, incredible just absolutely great um especially that whole ending like first ending i guess really it's kind of the climb i don't know the probably the climax i guess and the rest is kind of a a long resolution where i'm sure there's another big thing that will happen i mean that's how red dead one ended too right um so and like it's it's a really uh without giving anything away because i think a lot of people haven't got this far which is uh, interesting because like you hear this game's great this game's great but no one actually i don't i haven't heard much about the actual like story of the game, but I can now say that it is fantastic. I read some yeah. terrible spoilers um, just because I'm. It's going to take me five years to get yeah. to that point, and I'm like, oh, I I read what happens, and I'm like, <gasps> yeah, and uh, <sighs> like, it's so good. Um, Kate actually had tears, like, and I almost did Wept. towards the end. So I was like, wow, they did a good job. Not like I don't know if I've played a game where that's happened before. Um, like a game like Firewatch was yeah. had like you felt something at the end, but not often do I have that experience. Right. So, I cried when I played Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, it was so bad, <laughs> I cried. Right out of I, like I felt much stronger. Tears of frustration in, about games, in, yeah. Uh, like worse ways, I guess. Right. Um, and now I've moved on to God of War, um, <gasps> which is an absolute technical marvel, but it's not meeting my expectations at all. Really? Um, is it just because over the year you've heard so many people just hype it up and talk no, so great about it? No, I was expecting it? to like it more than I am now. Okay. Um, and it's it one, it's not as fun as the other ones. How so? It's just not like I, it does not feel like to me. I I used to have fun like fighting in God of War. Now the combat's not. It's not as good. Like. It's less, less stuff is happening. 
Um, it doesn't feel as good. I don't one. I don't like the way they mapped the controller to start. If I can change that, I don't really care. But it doesn't uh, feel good. And it, uh-huh. it's, I'm also not flinging X's around on chains, which was like the cool part of God of War. So I feel like a lot of what they did was take out everything I liked about God of War and just made it look really prettier. And I don't know if that's the right. So I don't know if it's a spoiler. But how far into the game are you right now? I played for a few hours, probably. So have you gone into the underworld yet? I don't... Probably not. Okay. Is your Has your kid gotten sick? No. My okay. kid's still fine, too, so that's quite... Must be quite yeah. a ways in. Well, it's, it's maybe... It's not I, I'm probably right before that. Four then. hours? No. Because I played way more than four hours, and my uh, kid's absolutely fine. Four, maybe six? Yeah, I don't know. And you have to... Uh, I don't know if it... I want to because I want to say I, mean, I was like ten or twelve hours. Do you know in, everything about the game already? Not really. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, well, I, I, I mean, some of it, but I, you're not going to offend me if you say something like because I'm, I'm hoping it gets. Like, I don't know what you're going to tell me, but I'm like, you're hoping the game does get better. But like even down to like the way I upgrade my stuff is I like, like it's less good than it was before. Like I would much rather play God of War three at this point. Okay, and like the game is beautiful. Like I like that. I don't like Kratos's voice. I think the voice acting is bad. Um, but that aside, Boy. like, like I don't, I don't. It doesn't work for me. I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay. May I? Uh, okay. You get your chains. I, like back. I. That's fine. But it, the the point is like it doesn't. It's not the same. It's the the cameras. It's tilted down. The combat's different. I yeah. really liked the beat 'em up style of God of War. Like that was fun. Like it gave it a bigger scope, and now it's a little more intimate. I don't. Mm-hmm. Li- I don't know if I like it as okay. mu- as much. Right, right. Still a fine game, but it's not. It's not meeting. It's a game or exceeding expectations that I'm still hoping to pick up really cheap at some point to finish. Yeah. Like it, it didn't really grab me the way I'd hoped it yeah. would, but. It's beautiful, and like I think the story is pretty good. Yeah, um, the story's real good. Yeah, at least for me. Yeah, it, I mean, I, I there's been a couple corny lines that I've been like, I think the thing, but, like, that, and that's it, kind that, of God of War thing is itself, it's, right there. But it, yeah, it's but it's like it's like this, it's like a God action movie, and I'm like, I don't know, like it has this, uh, it's creating know. a little tension. Do you feel like me. it's moved far too far from? It's moved. It's it's moved into a space that's not necessarily a game, where it's more like you're playing an actual well, I mean, cinematic it's very, piece. It's very cinematic, it's, and, and that's as, what I felt. As funny as it is, it feels like a PlayStation game. Yeah. Like it feels like I'm playing Uncharted. Yeah. Like that's really what it is. It's like Uncharted with a God of War skin on it. Um, I, I wish I could. I wish I could because that exact thing sums up what I feel about almost any PlayStation exclusive that I play. I felt that way about God of War. I felt that way about Uncharted. I felt that way about Spider-Man. That there's just something PlayStation-y about them that makes them... But I I can't can't put my finger on what it is that makes a PlayStation game feel like that and an Xbox game feel different. The controller. I I mean, part of it is the controller. (laughs) Part of it's how the controller is mapped, Right, and they feel different, just the way you move. There's something about it, and I just... I don't know what it is, and I wish I could, like... I wish I could peg what it was because then I'm wondering if I could change it. Well, what's interesting is the mapping for the buttons in God of War is similar to the mapping of the buttons in Assassin's Creed Origins and Odyssey. Yeah. yeah. Where you've got your, your... And I don't like that. I really didn't like that I in didn't an like action it. game. I didn't like that either. And God of War was the first game that I remember playing going, oh, I don't know if I really like that up there. But a few hours into it, I'm like, I couldn't imagine doing it any other way yeah. just because of the way everything else worked. And I think that's my biggest problem with it with games like, uh, I'm playing Ashen, we'll talk about it in a second, Mm. and Ashen's the same where you've got a strong attack and a a weak attack and they're mapped to those those right buttons and your trigger, or your right button, right trigger. Right button, right trigger. And um, 
Everyone's like, well, you, could just, you could just remap it. And I'm like, I could, but then I'd literally have to remap my a- entire controller. Like, right. um, I wish they had like a... Because if you just switch one button and another, it doesn't work because like the rest of the controls were designed around... Yeah, that, I really so want to, it like, to be... I don't know. For some buttons. reason, I really like combat. If it's a gun, I like it to be on my trigger. trigger. And like I don't mind if it's like gun, second attack. Like like gun, grenade launcher is fine on that. Right. But something about like actual like hitting combat, I want to be button Especially if I based. have to hit more than one time. Yeah. If I'm repeatedly swinging a weapon, I want it to be a button, Same. not a trigger. Um, and I should go look. I wonder if they. I wonder if they have like controller pro, not like, profiles, yeah. but like here's control scheme one and control scheme two. I should look. Right. I should look at that. Yeah. Um, I really, it, the thing is, like the combat, it it's not as comboy at least at this point as the old God of Wars were. Like it's more like light attack, light attack, strong attack. Like so, I haven't like progressed to a point where it's like it's like actually like stopping me from playing the game well like mm. it's easy enough to hit a trigger like over and over right. again and I, at least i can dodge roll with x and that's probably more important than me actually swinging my weapon is being able to dodge the other yeah. attacks and, in, and i so. think that's the problem maybe with the uh, and this is not them it's me it's that it gets to the point where you do have a lot of kind of like you know this is always these yeah. attacks but then it's you know do this to do this special move and do this to do the special and move and i just i just can't remember them have boy shoot arrows, arrows guy. And, i don't like yeah. that at all like i really don't want to do that ever um oh, i don't want to so handy right but i don't, I don't want to control it because it, it doesn't feel good like i'm like trying to aim boy and shoot arrows while aim i'm boy. dodging i don't think you have to aim boy though you but you do like if you want him to shoot specific, specific areas like you're aiming Oh, and yeah, then, yeah, okay. So I'm trying to aim, shoot with boy, throw my axe, but re- bring my axe back and fight, and it doesn't feel good. Like, I'm like, I remember playing God of War, and I was just smash, smash, boss. smash. Like, yeah. I was just <laughs> brutalizing everything, and like, I'm not like that. True. Um, but. I'm still gonna like it's still it's still great. It's yeah, just, like my my recommendation is put it on super easy mode. Yeah, just so because the story itself the story is worth playing through it. It really is. The story is really really good. And I think maybe that's why I didn't mind the controls so much is because I put it on easy and I'm like I just want to blow through this because I want the experience of the story. Right. Because I've I've just always been you know super into mythology like you know god mythology like not necessarily so much into the norse mythology but like greek mythology yeah. right i love like, all that, that so that's that was why the, i loved it that was the other great part is the giant like mythological set pieces that you get yeah. to see like that's what i look forward to in the game but yeah so far they took the fun like out of playing god of war for me so far so far all right it's got it for uh, nine bucks we'll see oh nice good job all right, that's, that's what you've a been good playing. Price, yeah. Um, Cliff, tell me, tell me what you've been playing. So I've been playing a couple of new games. Um, I'm still playing Red Dead um, till the end of time. Yeah, probably. Um, so I tried two new Game Pass games. Um, one is called Ashen. It's a um, Souls like, I guess, um, which is not really my thing. Um, it, I probably would have skipped over it. Um, if I hadn't seen, I saw a trailer for it at the Game Awards. I was like, oh, that looks really cool. And it does, it has this really cool, like, low poly aesthetic that I, I really like. Um, but then they're like, it's Souls like. I'm like, ugh, hated Dead Souls, hated Bloodborne, hated all those things. Um, and it does have that, that, you know, combat is difficult. If you die, you die, and it just takes you back, and you kind of start over what you're doing. But it's not, the combat's, first of all, not as hard as, as, a Souls game, and it felt a little bit better than I think a lot of the Souls games I've played have felt. Um, and I liked the story in this a little bit. The thing that kind of turned me off about 
both Bloodborne and and the Souls games that I've played is they just kind of drop you in and they don't really tell you why you're doing anything. There's no there's no voiceover. There's no characters that are acting. There's no anything. And this game actually has, starts out with a really cool story where um, there was a giant bird, I think called Ashen, I think, that like a mythological god bird that brought light to the world and then died and then in its dying breath uh, breathed out three times and each one of those created like a different kind of epoch within those worlds and you're currently living in one of those but the light from that is starting to fade but then ashton was like reborn like a phoenix and now your job is to find and protect this bird so that your world will continue to have light and it's just a good story that kind of like sets up what you're doing and then from that point it's just a bunch of so far anyway a bunch of little quests but you start out in this village you kind of found this village and then every quest you do brings either more people to the village or more uh, travelers and they start setting up shops and they start actually creating this village that that you kind of live in. And, you know, it is just kind of fetch quest. You go do this, go do this. But it's, it's, I found it really enjoyable. Um, the combat is like, I'm not great at it. And I think if I was like a better Assassin's Creed player, I'd probably be a better Ashen player. Um, it's got that very like, take a hit, dodge back, wait for your action points to kind of replenish, take another hit, dodge back, wait for your action hits, you know, dodge, dodge. And I'm not that player. I'm a like, hey, hit this guy, hit this guy, hit this guy, hit. oh, he's dead, you know, <laughs> or shoot, 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 get behind cover, shoot, 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 get behind cover. I'm just not that like kind of brawler, lots of dodging and a lot of blocking kind of player. So... Mm-hmm. I think other people would be better at it than I am. Um, but I'm really liking the story. So Ashen's good. It's on Game Pass. It's free. Go play it because why wouldn't you? Um, I guess unless you're on a PC, um, maybe a, I think it's on PlayStation. So I think it's, I'm going to say like 30 bucks, $35. It's not a $60 game. Uh, and then the other one I'm playing is Below, which is a roguelike, which is another game type that I'm not super into. Um, but Below, Below's been in development for like five or six years by Cappy Games, and it's one of those games that I've seen trailer after trailer after trailer after trailer. So I was super into the idea, but I didn't realize it was a roguelike. Um, <laughs> and it's, 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 it's good so far. I've only maybe put three or four hours into it. Um, and it's, it's worth free. It's totally worth free. It's another Game Pass game. Um, it's hard and it's like unforgivingly hard and unforgivingly hard in that like, oh, hey, I stepped on a trap and now I'm dead and now I'm starting over. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah. And I've played enough of it to like unlock some kind of shortcuts. But from what I understand, it only gets harder. So as games. Generally yeah. Do I, <laughs> Pro tip. I'm not sure. I want a game that progressively is less hard. Well, so, you know, but like, I mean, but wouldn't it be interesting to have like a platformer game where you have to get over the hump at the very beginning and then it just progressively? But then if you stumble on something that's really simple at the end, you have to start over at the really hard part again. Ooh, like geez. if you like, you're just an can, evil genius, can aren't you? you? Imagine that, like, because it, it makes you lull, it lulls you into a sleep towards the end yeah. and it says. Don't, don't screw up. It's too easy now. It's too <laughs> yeah. easy. Don't fall in that giant hole that's Listen. standing right in front of you. I just it. It's a game that I I really like the aesthetic of. I like the music of. I like what they're doing, but I'm not sure I'm down to just like die, die, die. <laughs> Get a little bit further. Die, you die. Mean you like winning games, Cliff. Oh, what? And it's 
I had like three or four back to back ones where, and it, you know, it's obviously there's resources you have to manage. You have to feed yourself. You have to drink water. Ugh. You have to gather like gems that turn on your kind of lantern that let you see things. And so you're having to like conserve. I did three or four runs in a row where I was like trying to conserve lantern gems and then stepped on traps that just killed me. And I got like the same level every time and didn't progress at all. I, it, See, that's what I don't. I don't like games that make you manage your hydration. Mm-hmm. That may, like Zelda Breath of the Wild, I can handle hand managing what clothes you're wearing for temperatures and stuff like that. That's that's kind of one thing. Yeah, where it's almost it's like a cartoon, cartoony kind of element yeah. to this world. But games like Red Dead and games like uh, I don't know any of these massive AAA games that build in these weird systems that are super super like life like I have to make yeah. sure I eat or or I have to make sure I eat I have to make sure my horse is clean I have to make sure this because I I don't want to live another life I like mine Dylan, Dylan and I were talking about that the other day and what I really want like all games to have now is like a dad button <laughs> that like doubles the XP you get. And then takes away all the systems or gives you sliders for all the systems you don't want. Like, I don't want to eat. I don't want to drink. I don't want to hunt. I don't right. want to do Like, I just want to, I want to play, I want to take your 60 hour game and I want to play it in 25. <laughs> I can even be okay with it. Like Assassin's Creed, I can, I'm good with that being a 60 hour game because I don't have to worry about feeding myself and clothing myself and I think my thing is, is horses and things. Almost all of those games at some point in time. And I mean, this isn't. This isn't necessarily just me either. It's it's I think it's a real it's an interesting like gamer outlook thing where my games have to be 60 hours long or else I'm going to complain that there's not enough content. Mm. But 95% of people only play the first 20 hours of any game. <laughs> yeah. You know, but so I mean, don't people realize that like Super Metroid and games like that back in the 90s like these games are only Seven yeah, they were just ridiculously hard. Yeah, yeah, they were just hard. But you were only paying. You're paying sixty, seventy dollars yeah. then mm-hmm. for a game that was only seven to ten hours. Yeah, I, and now you're paying sixty dollars for a hundred plus dollars an hour. I'm pretty happy. Yeah, with I that. think that's the reality. Like, is I want a game anything more than f- even four hours. Like if you give me a solid four, four hour, hour game, game at six, because I remember it was which it was a Splinter Cell game. It was not. It was one after Chaos Theory, I think. It no, it was. Oh, it was on the 360. I can't remember what it was called, but it, it was like it was a big deal because the story was four hours, but it was a tight. solid four hours. It was tight, and the story was great. Yeah, and right. you're like, I'm satisfied. I tell you, Assassin's Creed Origins. Like I, you've played, you've played quite a bit of that, right? Origins, yeah. So you've opened up the like second set of baddies that you have to fight, right? Uh, Origins or Odyssey. Oh, yeah, Origins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. kill, like, the first four bosses, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, but really, the tentacles of the beast go further. Yeah. Like, it could have ended at the first one, I would have gone like, oh, hey, that was nice. Right. <laughs> like, it, I don't need... Well, like, so, yeah, so, anyway. Anyway, I just, I, I want these games to be, I, I don't, you're right, I don't need to eat, <clears throat> I don't need to drink. Like, I understand how that makes a game more realistic. But I don't, I don't play games for realism. No, I already right? have a place for realism. Right? It's called reality. And I get that some people want that, too. Like, totally, I 100%, and that's fine. I just, need, I just want an on-off. Like, that's all yeah. I need. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm still playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I literally just can't get enough of this, and it's taking me so long because I'm legit just doing, doing every side quest that pops up because they're all fairly interesting, and they're not super... They're not hard. It's kind of fetch questy, but it's like, you know, I had to go collect the bear scrotum. Like... Kill a, kill this giant pretty bear, and it felt so sad, but it was like, hey, it's this cool, weird little hunt. 
Um, You're doing a my Far Cry Five run. You're yeah, just basically. Like, can't can't not. Um, I really like it, and yeah, it's funny you brought up the whole um, origins thing because yeah, that second tier opens up, but wait, there's more. Mm-hmm. Of course, and, there's more. Right. So I unlocked the. I got to the cult of chaos or the cult of Cthulhu. I totally. The Cult of Cosmos, that's what sure. it is. And I thought I just had to deal with these mercenaries and these bounty hunters that were coming my way. Nope. Uh. There's a whole other, like, 37 or wow. I can't remember how many people there are in this cult that you have to hunt down. Wow. It might even be way more than that. I can't remember. Anyway, you unlock them as you gain information by killing another one. And it'll say, okay, you've got enough information about this one. You can see who's underneath sure. the mask. And then you find them and you hunt them. And this world is huge. Huge. I don't think I realized how, how big, big this world is. is. It's massive. Um, so I'm playing that, and I love it so very much. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um, Smash Bros. Playing that when I have time, when Kevin's not playing it, or yeah. Do you not want to play with him? Does oh, he I do. You? I do. Um, but eventually, I, I, he's he's busy unlocking all the characters and collecting the spirits and the blah blah blah. So yeah. that's why you have, have two fun do that. Exactly. He's doing that, and I'm upstairs watching Marvelous Miss Maisel. And it's fine. <laughs> Brooks watching that. She loves it. Such a good show. Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, I'm still playing, um, What? oh, the Assassin's Creed Rebellion on my phone. Oh, nice. It's kind of cool. It's this, like I said last week, I don't know if you listened or if you heard, it's this cool little, like, like Fallout Shelter meets a turn-based kind of Assassin's Creed game. It's really weird. So you build up. I your, need to try that. Yeah, it's cool. You build up your your assassins little area, and you unlock new assassins, and you sneak around, and you collect this, and blah blah blah. It's it's Fallout meets Assassin's Creed. Nice. Fallout Shelter meets Assassin's Creed. It's cute. Yay! I finished Castlevania. The series. The series. I still haven't watched season two. It yet. ends good. It ends really I'm good. Sure. Yeah. I want to see it real bad. Do it. Do it. Um, I think that's all I'm playing. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, I'll have played something new. Maybe not. I mean, I will. Christmas is coming. So a bunch of time. Uh, speaking of which, we are not going to do a podcast next week. Right. Uh, right. And possibly uh, the week of New Year's, just depending. Mm, I'll be back New Year's week. So we, okay. I can do one day after. So I can do one on that Wednesday. Yeah. We'll see who's around. Yeah. We'll figure that out. I'll be here. Yeah. We're going to skip next next week, though. Yeah. Merry sorry. Christmas to everyone. And to all. Uh, and have a nice week New off. New Year. And, you know, if mm-hmm. you don't celebrate either of those things. Well, well if you don't celebrate those things, that's mean, that means you didn't spend a lot of money on Christmas gifts from people, which means you can take that money and turn around and head to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Oh, that was good. There it is. That was and real good. Yeah. No excuses now. Right. <laughs> um, if you didn't have to buy gifts, I know you got a buck and you can support our show for as little as a dollar a month and you get access to our shows ahead of time and some cool stuff in discord and yeah, and all the way up to our producer level. And my never, never and always... I just love y'all. That's what you get. Your never-ending adoration? That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking's not my thing. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, unfortunately, or fortunately, you get to talk now and tell us who our producers are. Our producers are Alan Schulte. Hello. (laughs) Austin Palmer. Hey. Mr. Jack Irish. We watched some kangaroos fighting before this episode. (laughs) It could have been you yelling at kangaroos. Because I was literally up here. I'm like, is that Jack? I'm like, probably not. Could have <laughs> been. Who knows? Jacob Frank, who is very busy at the police academy right now. Oh, good job. Uh, Joe Cole Jr. Uh, and Kevin Schold and Tom McDermott and Vinny Ciampa. Tom, uh, let's see. 
Joe and Vinny actually were on a podcast with me this weekend uh, where we did our first episode of Bite Me DLC. Oh, yeah. Tell tell us about that. Yeah. So uh, Bite Me QTE died a glorious death. Yeah. It just ended up being too much work, unfortunately. Like doing a podcast every day takes a, a shockingly large amount of time. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we killed that off and we, from the from the ashes, rose. The phoenix. Yes. Uh, Bite Me DLC. It's going to be a new podcast we do that is going to be kind of... When it happens, it happens. When it happens, it happens. It's not going to be super regular. There's not kind of like real DLC. Where like, there's a roadmap, but they never really yeah. Hit. But the idea is, is sometimes there are things that we talk about on this podcast that we don't have 45 minutes to discuss. Um, like maybe we'd like to talk about Red Dead for 45 minutes, or talk about Assassin's Creed Odyssey for 45 minutes. I actually, really get down into what we like and don't like about what quests we like and do and don't like. Um, this our first episode was actually a deep dive into all of the games that were announced at the Game Awards, which were many, many, many. Oh yeah. And so uh, me and Vinny and Joe talked about it for like an hour and a half. It was really fun. What? Yeah, super enjoyable. So that is actually just in the same feed that uh, Bite Me QTE was. So if you were subscribed to that, you are still subscribed to um, the uh, the new one as well. So go take a listen. It's posted on our website too, so you can go to bitemepodcast.com dot com and check it out. So anyway, thank you, patrons. Charles, click yeah. a button. Um, <laughs> maybe it would be cool to do one of those instead for Christmas. Yeah. Like, I'd be into that, like, on one of those days off, see who wants to chat, yeah. record it, throw it up. Just figure out what we want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so, that could be a Christmas gift to anyone who a wants Christmas to Christmas gift. Yeah. DLC. That'll be fun. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. it was cool. We all recorded it. We didn't actually use Adam's studio. We all just did it at home. And I mean it doesn't it's not as great as doing it here, but uh, it hey, sounded it pretty Contents. good. Yeah. The content, content was good. So yeah. good. Exactly. All right. That's that. You weren't here for it last week, so tell us what we're about to get into. News. There it is. I said news. I just a blank hole. We were just like, news. I like news. <laughs> just like that. It wasn't good. Um, all right. So they, uh, yeah, these people are dumb. <laughs> kind of like me right now. Um, so Fresh Prince Star and the Backpack Kid are suing Epic over allegedly stolen Fortnite dances. Now, they're stupid. <laughs> they're stupid, stupid people who don't have a stupid, stupid leg <laughs> to stand on. Stupid. Next? No, that. <laughs> so I assume that the, ar- the argument with Carlton and the Backpack Kid is they did not actually invent these no. dances? No, they didn't. Yeah. And if they're going to sue... I think Ep- it's pretty clear that they haven't. And yeah. that's why it's hard to get much deeper because when you actually look up like what's going on, it's like neither of them actually created anything. So who created... I mean, the Carlton obviously was just... Well, I mean, can he, he's created by NBC, well, probably. No, well, it that, was an old-timey dance that okay. he sped up, something uh, like that. So, sure. two things. One, he actually, yes, he NBC would technically probably have the rights yeah, yeah. to this if anyone did, mm-hmm. because he did this on a show, and his inspiration was, the script said, Carlton Dances. Sure. And this is what he came up with, and he has also admitted that it is a mashup of Courtney Cox in the Bruce Springsteen video, <laughs> dancing at the very end, yeah. and Eddie Murphy's... White man dance in his raw comedy special in 87. Yep. 87? Something like so that. So it's, and it literally when he was wearing looks the purple exactly suit, right? like yeah. brought notes. Yeah, but no, like that's. Well, it's because you quickly look and you're like, they really have nothing to go on. So it's like, yeah. I would have, like, I would have said, been on the side of, like, hey, Fortnite, be cool and kick them back something, but they really didn't invent or create anything. So. It's like he really didn't create this dance, nor would he be the person that would own this creation because that right. character isn't his. Um, as much as you would like to think that that's where he might make his money doing Carlton appearances nowadays, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Um, but Backpack Kid, 
like this is there's videos of this dance being done in like the early 2000 like 2011 like you can go on YouTube and watch people doing this so he's like the guy that made it famous ago. he made yeah. it famous he did not create this he was and, uh, like there's <laughs> plenty of people that said I was doing this in the 90s so 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 backpack kid by the way just so you know he was on SNL uh, episode with Katy Perry and she performed her song Swish Swish and this kid comes out and you're like who's this kid doing this dance yeah, and then so. all of a sudden he starts doing the flossing and you're like what is happening because he's just such a random like yeah, thing yeah. like pop culture just grabbed a hold of him and said here's your new god right and that's why he's everywhere right so and that's why the floss is everywhere now so I guess the, like both of those are fine whatever um does that invalidate the other bunch of people, like Two Millie? Yeah, who that, is someone that, one, that I'm not. I, I there's not as I don't think there's enough as much info. Like, I, yeah. like it's not as easy to pinpoint what's going on there. Yeah, like so. these ones have come up, I think, super and have blown up bigger just because it they're relatively famous people right. or people that. But I think there's a bigger question about there's a, a lot of people that have. They're taking dance from that also tend to be like uh, creators that are uh, people of color that they've right. taken a lot of these dance moves out of like black hip hop culture sure. and and are appropriating uh, them as well. So like I don't like these examples aren't great, but I do right. kind of wonder about some of these other ones that I think it's very hard one to pinpoint like creating these moves yeah. and. I was trying to I was trying to research this as best I could. I am not a lawyer, so what I'm about to say in no way is from a lawyer. But there was like so if you're thinking about suing Epic, for, listen to Dylan. But for no, example, like like digesting stuff like lawyers takes on this as well as reading some other stuff. It's like you can actually like copyright and stuff a dance routine. Yeah, but a single move you cannot necessarily. The YMCA, for example, you cannot. That has been yeah. decided that that is not trademarkable because it is just YMCA with your hands. Yeah. And I think from there you can kind of guess that a single move by itself you can't really. You can trademark the name of it. Like you could trademark like the, the name Floss. You can call it Floss, and that is your name. So people might owe you if they want to use the name Floss when yeah. putting it to that whatever. Um, but the the individual move itself yeah. is not. You really don't have any protection over. The, um, Dylan and I were talking about this yesterday, and, and I kind of come down on both sides of it. In the like, I wish Epic would just do the right thing. Like they have the money to do the right thing. Right. Um, there's absolutely no reason they couldn't be licensing these dance moves from the people that have created them and giving them some money. Something. Like they have so much money. Yeah. Like they could do the right thing and set a precedent for doing the right thing. Um, what worries me is, I mean, like, I think that what you're saying is actually kind of the good news just because I think that copyright law and trademark law in the United States is already such a mess that we don't really need to add a new layer layer of like, Hey, now you can copyright dance moves. Like, I don't think that's the right solution either. Right. I wish that giant companies would just stop stealing things from people and instead, Actually, find a way to invite them to be part of the part game. of the game, like, part of the part of the the discussion, the, part of the culture. The problem I have with this is the two people in this case. I don't know about the other guy. I can't remember what was his name again. Two Millie. Two Millie. Mm-hmm. I don't but know. There's, about, there's a couple others. I don't too. know about that one. So I'm not. I'm not going to talk about him because I wasn't able to really dig up enough. But like the Carlton and Backpack Kid situation. I don't think they're actually entitled sure. to anything because uh-uh. they didn't create that. And it's it's to me, it's kind of sad that Backpack Kid is taking credit for creating this. And he has said, 
I created this yeah. when his video was in 2016. Yeah. And it's like, that's not, so right. now he is reaping, he's actually reaping the benefits off someone else's creation. creation. So it's kind of ironic, right. I guess. Which will be kind um, of interesting to see how that plays out if they can right. actually figure out who did do so it. So I assume this is just going to get thrown out, like, oh, immediately. Yeah. Um, especially, like, <laughs> it seems like it's kind of boiled up and, like, all the stuff is like, Guys, come on. And so I'm imagining if it doesn't, like, I can't imagine it goes much farther. Yeah. I just think it's really interesting that, that <laughs> Epic, who, Epic's been so interesting with Fortnite where they've really screwed up a couple of things. Um, you know, they sued a 14-year-old. They, you know, they made a lot of mistakes. But at the same time, then you turn around and you're like, but they're also doing some really great things. It's, yeah. The, I, they're trying. They're trying. They're trying. I think... To me, I I would guess that this is going to head in the right direction, but like maybe maybe it is like collaborating. For example, like a guy like Two Millie, get him involved in Fortnite mm-hmm. somehow, yeah, and get, like make a deal with him, like because yeah, maybe he does have a cool dance move in his rap video, like that's cool. Like somehow incorporate that and make like, season ten the dance update and yeah, figure out a way know. to make it happen. It's 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 so, a it's a solvable problem that doesn't have to yeah. involve lawyers. It's like you can be the but the, the and the, ultimately I think the thing is. Fortnite's in the news again. Yeah. So it's right. like, yeah. <laughs> ultimately, these people aren't going to get any money, and Fortnite got more marketing. Yep. Like, for sure. At the end of the day, that's. I mean, like, a cynic good. would tell you that, like, that's a marketing strategy. You right. know? <laughs> that's why you don't settle, because no one makes news for being the good guy, but right. you can make some pretty decent news so. for being the bad guy. Think we just enabled them. Yep. Good job. It's, it's going to happen time and time mm-hmm. again. All right. Up next, Steam and Xbox One crossplay tools have been uh, hinted in a uh, beta source code. Yeah, so it should be interesting. So, like whoop. playing games on Steam with playing your friends with my on friends. Xbox? Yeah. So, hmm, Steam has essentially libraries that they give to developers that let them do um, things easier. So, for instance, like um, well, kind of like what Epic's doing with yeah the, with the their the stuff they're giving away. Yeah. Um, framework and so like steam existing has like steam workshop support so you can add steam workshop support f- to your game and that lets people go out and download add-ons to their game via steam in a super easy way with a, a similar interface so on and so forth and so th- the code that is present in this new uh microsoft code uh, i'm sorry uh steam's beta code i apologize um is hinting that they might be doing the same thing with Xbox One, where they have some variables and some whatever that are hinting at Xbox integration. So, in theory, Steam could be releasing code that would make it significantly easier for a developer to write crossplay code with the Xbox. And so, you're exactly right. I mean, it's the exact same thing that that uh, Epic announced they were doing last week. So, like the good news is is that Epic and Steam are both thinking about this, both talking about it. If we can just get PlayStation on board, like life will be good. The downside is, is you're now also have two companies that are doing it. So now you've got weird conflicting things and who knows if all games will work the same way. It's, right. you know, it's, it's what it always is. So do you think between steam and Epic putting out their, their cross play code fam- framework, whatever, who do you think would be the better one? Who do you think is going to come out on top? If they end up being the only two major players that do that, who do you think's going to come out of that? Yeah. <laughs> um, could we have a third Look at option? Crystal ball, please. Could, could we have a third option where it's some like open source company that managed a by? Then Sony comes in and says, "Look what we've done for everybody." Yeah, I, you know, 
I think both of them have the ability to do a lot of good and the ability to do a lot of evil. Um, I don't think I don't know if either of them are like companies that are outstanding for their want to do anything except make more money. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It probably doesn't matter, I guess. Um, really, really, really what needs to happen at this point is Sony needs to figure out what they're going to do Sony needs to pick one and say, okay. Yeah, and maybe and it maybe it I mean, let's knock on wood and hope that it's not a matter of picking one, that it's just enabling cross play and it doesn't matter if you use Steam's tools or if you use Epic's tools, like the tools work. And okay. we'll see. When I first read this article though, the thing that I actually read it as initially is I'm like, oh my gosh, is Xbox gonna release Steam Link support for the Xbox? And now I really want that. So you know how you can buy the Steam yeah, Links, yeah, right? Yeah. Which they're no longer making. Yeah, they don't make them anymore if you I've don't have one. one. I do too. Um, and they're cool. I really like it. But it's like another thing I need to plug into my TV. It's another thing I've got to run an Ethernet cable to. Another thing i got to pair controllers to. But if you have an Android phone, you can just get the Steam Link software on your phone and go from Steam to your phone and play that way. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Because you imagine if that app was on your Xbox so you could play your Steam games via your Xbox and have That'd your controllers fun. already paired to it, already have your internet plugged into it, one less stupid cool. thing behind your TV. Like, that'd be real cool. Oh, I wonder. I wonder. Right? That'd be awesome. Because <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Like, I want to play more PC games because I've got, you know, 13,000 of them. Yeah. Um, and it's just a matter of like, well, do I want to sit on my comfy couch or do I want to sit, you know, in my chair at my desk? Uh-huh. I, I'd much rather I have that, sit on my couch. I have that same thought almost every day. I'm like, I'd really like to... to play a PC game or I'd like to live stream that would be real good oh, man my couch is so nice uh-huh. my TV is so big <laughs> uh-huh. um, alright in more Xbox news my micro- Microsoft <laughs> God, I can't talk um, so we had one code name for the next gen um, Xbox console which was Project Scarlet Project Scarlet and then it seems that two more have leaked two more names I'm trying to remember the, the lyrics that baby got back and it's not coming right. My Anaconda don't want nada. Yeah, that if one. If you don't got buns so on, there you Anaconda go. is one of the code names for the next-gen Xbox console, which is expected that the Anaconda... Will be um, the Xbox One X of the yeah, next generation. that'll be that one. And then the other is uh, called Lockhart, um, and that's, I'm assuming, is probably going to be the Xbox the one, one S, S. Yeah. version. Or Scarlet, we're all thinking it's leaning into the digital-only streaming. Actually, what they're saying is Project Scarlet is the name for that generation. Oh, okay. So Project Scarlet will contain Anaconda and Lockhart. Okay. So, um, yeah. I mean, not not much there except that, holy crap, if I can pay extra money or buy day one or whatever to get a Project Anaconda Xbox, like... No problem. I'm 100% in. Uh, yeah, I just want that for the name. <laughs> right. Just because I want to see Anaconda written across right? an Xbox. It just sounds cool. Like, it sounds really cool. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I thought that that was kind of a dumb name, personally, just because just be, the first thing I think of now after seeing that horrible, horrible video to that horrible, horrible song from Nicki Minaj, that's the first thing I think of is Nicki Minaj and her video girls dancing in a very not appropriate for me to view kind of way. It was just gross. I've never seen this video, it's, and I want well, to see it I'm more not, than anything in the world now. Google not body shaming, not any kind of shaming thing, but I'm just like, all I can picture now is Nicki Minaj and the girls in the video just twerking all over the place. That sounds and that's, amazing. Now when I sit down to an Xbox Anaconda, that's going to be the first thing I think of. I can't stop thinking about it. Um, but yeah, so no, that's kind of cool. 
Oh, this, this video is amazing. What are you talking about? Okay. Well, now that we've decided you don't have good taste. I'm not, I'm not listening to it, but the video. That's the thing. So the music. <laughs> the video is the video's terrific, though. This is, a, this is fantastic. Oh, man. I, well, I'm not going to stop the podcast so you Oof. can watch. All right, fine. That. I'm done. Um, so, but we still don't have any solid dates on the next uh, set of hardware. They're expecting maybe the end of next year. Probably 2020. But for sure, 2020 is yeah. what the expected dates are. I think be. it'll be 2020. It makes mm-hmm. sense. It's far enough away from the Xbox One X for mm-hmm. people to go, like, oh, yeah, I could buy another Xbox already. Because um, what the Xbox One X was last year, that was 2017. Yeah, end of last year. So I would guess the end of 2020. Three years? Three years yeah. for that. Original Xbox okay. came out in like, what, 2000? 12? Yeah, 11. I don't yeah. know. It's been it's been a long time since I bought it. But so. the good thing is, like, the Xbox One X currently, it's pretty future-proofed console-wise for at least through the next generation, well, and, I would think. And the nice thing that they're saying is, is that every game that comes out on the Anaconda or the Lockhart is... <laughs> and and now all I can think of is Gilderoy Lockhart, the doofy teacher in the Harry Potter movies. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, who? Um, oh, yeah. But uh, they're going to be all games will be compatible against the, across the entire range all the way back to the original Xbox. So everything will be backwards compatible. So all the games you own today will also play on those systems, which That's is great. Cool. So I hope you're listening, PlayStation. Right. Right. Um, so, yeah. So there is that. Uh, next, Discord has. Uh, so Discord started their own game store, kind yeah. of. Um, and they're offering an even better split than Epic's. Upcoming yeah. store or current current store. store. It exists. Yeah. It exists. So Steam's split was seventy thirty. Yes. Epic's was twelve. Or I'm sorry, eighty eight twelve. Twelve. And now Discord is offering a ninety ten split. Yeah, which is pretty good. So I think we coined these this the Launcher Wars. Was it last yeah. episode? Episode before? Yeah. Well, that was so, Launcher Wars. This is Store Wars. Same thing though. Like yeah. I mean, because you well. Because Launcher Wars, you need blizzards, you know, thing. But you can yeah, buy there. but no, no. I think Discord is its own launcher too. And so is Epic. I mean, oh, crap. yeah. I, and I'm trying. I have actually bought a game through the Discord store. Oh, um, I bought at Sundown so we could play it for extra. Yeah, life. They got exclusive launch. Yeah, because they got exclusive launch um, for at Sundown, and that game is super it's fun, so by fun. the way. <laughs> um, and I think you do actually launch it through Discord, as I recall. So, you know, just another not a huge story, but I think anything that gives developers more money is a good thing. So absolutely like it's it's really I don't think people realize like you're a big AAA developer. You know, money is not easy to come by, but like you can you can generally speaking be okay. But man, indie developers have it rough. Oh, sure. But I mean, they don't have it as rough because with Discord, 20 percent. Yeah, exactly. And Discord, there's 200 million people using Discord. According yeah. to Discord. Yeah. And um, so this this doesn't actually start until next year, but it's right. good news for developers. So I I honestly think that I think Epic could definitely, Epic is going to give Steam a run for its money, but I think Discord, if they do it right, because everybody who plays games you, uses I'm Discord. Say yeah. Everybody, you know, not. If you're completely. a PC gamer, you use, you use Discord. Discord. So, and like, having a storefront right in front of you while you're chatting with your friends, like, that's, I think that's the, the ace in the, up their sleeve. You know, like, the, the kind of thing I'll say about it, though, is that it's, it even though I have Discord, I mean, I have Discord running right now, like, getting into the store is not as straightforward. Like, they don't do a very good job at, like, pushing it to the front, like, hey, there's a store here. Right. It's kind of weird that they don't. Like but bring I bet it up you a little bit more. Yeah, they probably I bet will. Bet you they will. Yeah. 
Okay, up next, here's what the storm director says, all is not lost. I don't know what that means because I have never once played HOTS. I have not either. Uh, did you play HOTS yeah, at all? Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Well, um, apparently it's not as fun as uh, League of Legends yeah. or Dota. Well, yeah, it's just yeah. not. The player base is just not as yeah. big. So they laid off a ton. I don't think they actually laid off anyone. Um, I they're believe- moving developers away from Heroes of the Storm. I'm sure they're moving developers onto Overwatch. They're probably moving developers onto that Diablo mobile game that everyone hates. Uh, <laughs> nobody's players from Heroes of the Storm to other teams. Yeah, so all those people got, uh, and it was a lot of developers. I don't remember the exact number, but it was it was a pretty. Twelve. I don't even know. <laughs> it was it was a pretty good amount. So Hots will not have nearly as much development. And it sounds like they're cutting the esports. Yeah, they killed both of their esports the collegiate turn- level that were supposed to happen next year. Oh, what? So, why? You know, I think it's just like you I know, don't think the player base is that is big enough. Like it's just. League of Legends and Dota are so large. Mammoth machines. It's just not competing in that space. Okay. Well, And you've even really seen in the last year or so them using Heroes of the Storm as a way for people to get stuff they couldn't get in other games like so for a while if you played 10 games of hots you could get like a blizz an overwatch skin <laughs> you know and so it was like right. hey let's come play this game well, i think please. they want people to play it because it's fun yeah. people probably would play it if they would play it like and i think that's but. the sad thing is, is from what i understand if you want to get into playing mobas it's one of the most yeah, accessible gotta, mobas it's so. definitely the most accessible but at the same time it's you kind of have to pick one, and if yeah. everyone's already picked their Dota or League of Legends, yeah. then there's not a lot of players left. It's hard, but you know, it, it it's not going away. They are still saying there's going to be updates. There's going to, you know, their roadmap might be a little more sparse, but it's not like this isn't going to the MOBA graveyard. It's yeah. it's still they're still going to keep working on. It. They still have developers that are dedicated to it. It's just it's a little slower than maybe it used to be. So if you're a Hots fan, like it's it's probably going to be just fine at least for the foreseeable future. And I mean, frankly, Blizzard's a company that does not kill products. I mean, they what just remastered Starcraft. <laughs> so, you know, there's there's a there's a longevity here, I think, if it's right. something that you still are, are into. Good to know. Um all right, up next, Riot Game COO Scott Gelb has been given a two month unpaid leave suspend unpaid leave suspension or unpaid suspension. It's yeah, I'm saying unpaid suspension. Whatever. I mean like if you want a reason to go play Heroes of the Storm <laughs> instead of playing League of Legend, it's because literally everybody in any position of power at League of Legend is an absolute terrible person. So <laughs> yeah, he was um, allegedly, allegedly terrible person. Allegedly put on this leave because No, he was 100% put on this leave. Well, he was allegedly put on this <laughs> yeah, leave yeah, yeah. leave because, because yeah. Um, of inappropriate and unprofessional behavior. Um, so, yeah. Okay, not to make fun of it, but I will read the... the uh, um, Gelb had been known to fart on, ball tap, and sometimes hump colleagues for comedic effect. Which, not to make light of that, because I don't, I don't actually know what happened, but like it literally sounds like, like a... Like a sitcom, like well, like, it's like an episode of The like, Office where you got caught. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's what they say is the problem at... Uh, the problem at... Uh, riot is that the the attitude of everyone there is hey we're just a bunch of bros that make video games and if you're not a bro who makes video games like what are you even doing here and they're well the, and a lot of people are like well i'm i'm a woman and you hired me and right. it's horrible here yeah. why why is it so horrible here and they're like we're just bros it's cool and and you know they raise it like no, no, actually, it sucks, which is why they're being sued right now by two of their female employees. So, you know, 
it's it's apparently just. Not everyone who works there says it's horrible, but there are a lot of people that work there that say it is absolutely terrible. So, yeah. (laughs) But I mean, in this current climate, and not even yeah. because like, you can't be doing that, right? And and I say this current climate just because there's so much that's being brought up, and be, there's so much that's been brought up because of the climate we're in. Exactly. Even when the climate changes, which it will, keep this in mind because this is actually real stuff. Well, like, and I don't it's think it's going to get. It's still yeah. inappropriate. It's still sexist. It's still misogynist. It's still well, all probably, these things. Like, we don't know other people's experience, so when. Right. If someone is hurt by something you did, then it's not like it is what it is. Like you can be hurt by something like I might not be hurt by the same thing, but that's their experience. So we have to let them. You apologize and say, I'm sorry. And you stop. Right. And this guy did not do that. And the thing is the exactly that. Like, I'm sure had you been like, oh, yeah, I'm such a jerk. Like, like you could you could redeem yourself from that situation very easily with a conversation. It's super easy to say. Oh my God, I am so sorry. Yeah. And Kutako, be sincere about it. Yeah. Kutako's written a bunch of really good articles about Riot over the last, say, eight months. Um, actually, I think one of them actually led to the reason he's been suspended. But, you know, ultimately, like, this dude probably should have just been fired. Don't be a douche. Yeah. I mean, it's that live your life that way. My friend posts every day, he'll wake up on and on Facebook, he posts this blah, 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 whatever. And he ends it with, don't be a douche. God is great. Right. And then he yeah. goes on with, <laughs> about his day. Yeah. Uh, it's not so, that hard. It's really it's not really that hard. Not. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyway. I mean, the farting on is fine, but don't. I mean, <laughs> I'm not really going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I may or may not have ended up in a coworker studio earlier today, and we were discussing some of this new feature in our software we use, and I might have farted. I think there's and a I, difference between just like. Oops. In an office, an and literally, like, like going. Uh, I get the impression this I, was very much a yeah. leaning yeah. over and yeah, parted on them. <laughs> like I'm going to sit in your lap and fart. Uh-huh. Like, but let let me further explain this story because I know he doesn't listen to our show. Is this was this was is this a studio? Yeah, y'all should know that these things are airtight, airtight. So I'm in there and we're discussing <laughs> what's going on, and I'm talking to him, and I got a little little too relaxed for whatever reason, and it was just it was this it was. And I was like, the dust. And I'm all, don't acknowledge it because it wasn't loud. And I'm going on and continuing. And I'm thinking in my head, screaming in my head, don't stink, don't stink. And I'm like, oh my God, it stinks. <laughs> and I didn't acknowledge it. And he didn't acknowledge it. And we sat there in the stench for a solid five minutes talking about this. And I was like, all right, man, thanks. And I left. Not once was it spoken about. Uh, anyway, tomorrow Adam's going to be suspended for two months without pay. I know, right? If I'm not here for the next couple of, you know, eight episodes, it's whatever. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's wrap up our news with game workers in oh. the UK are uniting to become the country's first games industry union. Now, wait, we don't have this here, do we? Do we have uh, game? game Workers Unite exists in the United States. Okay. It is not a, as of right now, recognized union with anyone. Okay. Um, the deal is, is in the UK, it has actually been... Um, recognized as a legit union as part of, oh, I'm trying to remember, the IWGB, um, which is some, uh, oh, I guess, no, Words. that's the Independent Workers Union of Great Britain. Um, so this is actually the first legit union in the world that will, uh, it, you know, that w- is specifically for the video game industry. And it's nice. it's something that I've talked to a handful of developers over the last couple weeks Um and they really look at this 
Um, none of them are UK based, unfortunately. But uh, they look at this as a, it's the only way that they're ever going to be able to fix things like Riot Games. Um, <laughs> or, you know, actually have a recourse to go to someone and say, like, hey, this person is being horrible. Or, you know, to negotiate for things like, hey, we don't want to crunch for three years. And if we are going to crunch, you owe us money monetarily um, to fix a lot of unfairness like uh, basing bonuses around Metacritic scores and that kind of thing. So the the game industry as a whole is pretty broken right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say actually technology development in general is very broken right now. And... um, this is probably the only way it's going to get fixed is, is a union or some sort of guild that people can join and have their grievances, you know, fixed and be able to strike if uh, if necessary in order to get the protections that they need to live a sustainable life. You know, I mean, I think a lot of people think unions and they think, you know, things like uh, folks that make cars or even even like the. Uh, the trade unions around um, actors and screenwriters and that kind of thing. But it's as someone who worked in technology for a long time, it's a sector that is really taken advantage of um, specifically in hours um, and also in um, promoting people, either making them contractors and not giving them the things that they need and making them work illegally or as salaried employees who you just make work forever and it can we got be, a deadline. Yeah, Finish it can be it. extremely detrimental to your health and essentially just your well-being, your life, your marriage, your kids, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. So hopefully in the UK they can start to, to fix this. And Games Workers Unite is something that is in the United States, and they're working very hard to uh, become a recognized union here as well. Very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. All right, there is all your newses. Multiple yeah. newses. All yeah. the newses. All the newses. Um, okay, up next we have questions, as we do every week. If you have questions for us, go to biteme.com, bitemepodcast.com so slash discord. Get into our Discord channel and uh, drop your questions in there or shoot us a message in any of our social networks. Kangaroo Jack, got a question from you, Eddie Spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I, Eddie just must come in every week. I mean, he like chats a little bit, but I think he just comes in every week, like, changes his name, be, and yeah. then puts in a question. Like, I'm, I'm sure he's tra- really busy this time. Oh, yeah, of he year. works for FedEx. Like so. that's probably a nightmare right now. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. So we know why he's nice enough to drop us a question. So we'll <laughs> right. take what we can get. Uh, Joe has a question for us, and of course, we start each week with this guy. Hey, yo, Vinny. That's the guy. What's going on? The guy. The guy. The guy. Um, Vinny wants to know: Choose five games that you would be- that you believe would be on your personal best games of all time, and why? This is a tough this one. This is why I should have read. This yeah, it's it's a hard time. one. Um, hmm. So, one of the earliest games that I played that I remember beating would be Secret of Mana. Oh, good one! And I love that game just because that was the first kind of RPG yeah. um, that I really, really got into. And I started that and game. I finished it. It was really, really great. Um, the God of War series is a really hard one for me because I really do love all those games. But I think if I had to pick one or two because they're so wildly different, it would be God of War 2 yep. and then the new God of War. Even though God of War 3 was fantastic and was amazing. Fantastic. I think 2 really was the... That was the one. Like God, The first God of War came out and everyone was like, oh, this is really cool. God of War 2... What they did on the PlayStation 2 at the end of its life cycle, like just about every system, was unreal. It was unreal. So it would be Secret of Mana, God of War 2, the new God of War, just because that I've never experienced a game like that, personally. Love it. Um, (laughs) 
have it. The 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 first Devil May Cry on the PlayStation Two. Devil May Cry Five has a demo out. Oh, don't tell me that. I need to touch it real bad. <laughs> touch it. Let me touch it. <laughs> I need to touch that real bad. Uh, so the first Devil May Cry, just because again, I had never seen a game that intense and that quick paced and in such tight corridors sometimes, but in all these big open spaces too. So, so good. And then my fifth game, I'm still, I don't know. I don't know what my fifth game would be. I, let's see. I I played a lot of really cool Commodore games that influenced me as a kid, but I'm going to skip those because meh. Um, Probably Super Mario was Mm -hmm. one of the the big first kind of influential games I played. Uh, probably the original, actually. Like, it's it's not my favorite Mario game by far. I would probably, have, for my fifth game, I'd probably pick Super Mario 3. Really? Yeah, even though Super Mario that's, World was like... Spoiler alert, that's one of my picks. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Super Mario World kind of perfected the whole thing, yeah. but Super Mario 3, again, what they did at the end of the NES's life cycle, was graphically, amazing. gameplay-wise, yeah. and, and everything... That was just super, super, and I still remember playing that game. That's when we got our cat. Yeah. I remember my mom bringing home this cat, and my dad ended up naming the cat, literally naming him stupid. <laughs> um, and it was a summer afternoon. I was playing that game, and my mom brought this cat home. So, That's crazy. Yeah, love that game. Anyway. Yeah. I think Super Mario World is my favorite Mario game, but Super Mario was a hugely influential game in uh, just me playing platformers, me playing console games, me playing, me, me going from playing these kind of wacky old Atari-ish games to playing something at the time that was just crazy incredible to play. Um, probably Final Fantasy 3 slash 6, depending on what country you live in, um, was probably kind of like that RPG that kind of showed me what RPGs could be. Um, Crystallis would be uh, like a runner-up for that, which was a, a great NES game. Um, probably the original Doom um, because it introduced me to first-person shooters. Um, it was a, I mean, I still play games today because I played that game, probably. Um, I want to say Firewatch, but probably Gone Home because oh, okay. it introduced me to walking sims. Like, I think Firewatch is the better of the walking sims, but... Uh, so, Gone Home yeah, was probably well, I, the one that introduced me to them. And you can pick your personal best. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the ones that it's a, it's a, influenced it, you. Oh, is, is well, it it's, best? It's I thought, your best games of all time. Oh, yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was I thought it was games that influenced you. Okay, that's fine. Um, so I'm going to go. Yeah. It does not like it makes it any easier. <laughs> Mario World Doom Two then because I like Doom Two better as a game. Uh, uh, Final Fantasy um, Three Slash Six Firewatch. And then I'm going to say um, uh, Oxenfree okay. was a, a game that, that I, I loved. I've played it twice. Um, I love just a lot of things it did. It was spooky without being scary. Um, I thought it had great a great story, and it was the game that actually kind of cemented in my head that I could make my own game. So it was it was a big, big influence on me. Cool, cool. Cool. Dylan, what Dylan you got? wrote him down. Good job. I'm trying. I'm making notes here. Um, probably <laughs> Super Mario Bros. 3. Um, cause I think that's, I think that's like the quintessential platforming game. Yeah. Um, I didn't play Super Mario World a lot. God, the first, so the first I, four Mario games are so good. Yeah. Um, but like, I can just remember like the, the just the levels and mm-hmm. everything. It was just it was a solid game. Um, so when, I'm sorry. When you say the first four, are you talking about Mario Brothers? One, the, two, the three. Thing? 
No, no, no. I'm saying the first Super four Mario games. Bros. Super Mario Bros. 2, Super Mario Bros. 3, three. Super Mario World. World. Duh, that's yeah. four. Yeah. <laughs> um, like counting. <laughs> I think Super Mario 64 was great, too. For, See, I never yeah. played that. Mm. Um, I don't know if it, I don't know if I'd, I almost have to put it on the list, too. I don't know. Um, I was thinking God of War 2. Um, that was really... I remember really, really liking that game. I remember was, flying on the yeah. on the the what are those called? The was it a hippogriff or a griffin? Was it a hippogriff? Oh, you were on a griffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Griffin. you were on a griffin. But you were what are the the harpies that are in the air? And you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, like just the set pieces. Like games didn't have that at that time. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was, it was a great game. And see, that's and that's why when I was talking about God of War today, it's like that was to me that was god of war and i mean i'm sure there's going to be big moments but like it's hard to to i don't know it's hard to beat like god of war 3 did it was great too but um and then it comes to gta um again it's hard to pick which which one i mean yeah Ooh. GTA Vice City and GTA 5. I think just what GTA 5 managed to accomplish. God, um, Vice City was so good and it had mopeds. Dylan just broke his pen. <laughs> um, yeah, the mopeds. My um, pen? Vice City, oh. I think just... Yeah, it's definitely not my pen. Um, it's Concordia University. Um, Didn't go there. Uh, <laughs> Vice City, yeah. like I like GTA 3, but I think... The city wasn't quite as vibrant, and the fact like the main character doesn't even have a name. Like there were certain elements. Really? Like, yeah, people huh. just call him like Claude, but he he's actually not named in that game. That uh, was that was my name in French class. Uh, <laughs> Claude. Claude. Um, but I think just the characters and stuff in Vice City was uh, uh, just a big improvement. But GTA Five does things that, that games so don't. Do. Like I think it's, just about, like it's such a GTA five made me want to play the story. GTA three and Vice City were mostly just like violent simulators for me. <laughs> yeah. Um like I played the story, but I I think on both of them I got to a point where I was like, I don't know, I don't know how to get past this, so yeah. whatever. And it, those games were hard because the controls weren't great. No. It was like locking on controls, which is was How is the hard. shooting and stuff and the controls in GTA Five? Because I still They're not fine. I've not played it. Like compared to it's, other th- open worldy games, especially on um, the Xbox, they they have really really good auto aim. Okay, um, to the yeah. point where you can just like get behind cover, pop up, and I mean, like it, your gun just kind of goes. Zoop. It's the same as Red Dead. Yeah, um, it's the same controls really. Like you, oh, okay, you hit the bumper, you go into cover, you hit the pull the left trigger, it locks on to the opponent that you're kind of looking at, and you can flick up and shoot him in the head. Like yeah. okay, it's. I think the combat not great controls by any means, but they. They work. They work completely fine. Okay. Um, GTA 4 felt a little strange, but when GTA 5 came out, I think they kind of polished yeah. that up. I think okay. 5 actually has easier shooting mechanics than Red Dead, but... Yeah. Well, I think... Cool. I mean, I think the guns are just... Yeah, that's like, a good point, You're not too. shooting revolvers that are, like, <laughs> single yeah, action. that's a good point. Um, so I think they just have a natural feel. Um, and then... <sighs> Red Dead 2 definitely. Is now, from here, list. it looked like he said Rayman 2. Uh, I was like, huh, interesting <laughs> That's pick. an interesting choice. Again, it just, I think it's up there for the greatest good. games of all time. It's really good. From every perspective. Um, technical achievement, story, um, the fact that you kind of finish the game and the game's not really over. Like, yeah. the scope of, like, sometimes the scope of a game can really do it and and that has that. And then probably, like, Heavy Rain is kind of a, 
it's the sleeper that makes that list just because what they were able to do with story um which i think games are starting to do more with now but i think what it did for story at that time was kind of i think kind of might have been missed by a few i really people, need but. to play heavy rain or i Detroit. started it because it's on playstation now yeah i need to play it because i think it's really interesting those games either you're dylan and you're like oh god the story is so good mm-hmm. or and and I've heard more than it's not just you. Like yeah. I mean, there are obviously people that are big fans. And then the other hand, I hear people that are like, "Oh my god, the story's terrible, and they're so heavy handed, and the like writing's awful." I really need to like try that and yeah. see where I fall mm-hmm. in there. See, like some of the writing, yeah, might not be top notch, but the fact is, there's 26 different endings that you might. So your story is not no no two people's story is going to be the same. Yeah. So there's a chance Have you that, 26 different endings? I think so. Holy but the thing is like, your characters can die and not you don't play them anymore when they die. Like you can totally miss 25% of the story because you kill someone early on or yeah. something because you make the wrong choice, right? I want to get into each person's so, story and just kill them right away. So it's like there's all <laughs> kinds of and the, you you'll live, there won't be a long game at that point, but but the, <laughs> the point is but more for them, maybe some bad writing, which is like, that's my experience with God of War. There are some bad writing right off the bat. Like, just lines that, like, in script writing class, if you wrote that, the teacher would be like, try again. Like, <laughs> like it's kind of like writing 101, like, show, right. don't tell. And there's a little bit too much tell at the beginning of the mo- of, of of the game, and I didn't, I was like, eh. But it's not going to stop me from playing it, because it's just like... It feels bad, but overall the game is, it's a good game. There aren't very many games that actually have crazy great writing, right. and it's its less the... It's hard. It's, it's less the fact, I think, that there are not good games writers. It's that game development does not make the, writing a game easy. Easy, right. And so, I mean, I get that, but like Heavy Rain had moments where you feel and you make choices, and those choices within the game are hard. No other game does that. So that's fair. Not to say no other game does that. There are now games that I've played that have done that. But um, not often do you actually feel two ways men making a choice of to eat the crunchy chicken or not. Like the 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 bitby chicks in Fable or whatever. It's like <laughs> it's a, it's a bad or good thing to eat. Like it doesn't. You're not really mm-hmm. that torn up. They crunch because it. of the bones. So, um, <laughs> The Paragon Renegade thing generally doesn't really tear you apart often. I think people lean one way or the other, don't actually make choices. That game gives you things that there are good and bad things to each one that you're choosing. If you do it this way, pros and cons. If you do it this way, pros and cons. Which one do you actually choose? That affects your story. Characters die. Those characters are gone. Affects the story. You get an ending. I got a pretty good ending in that case. but I think it's really funny because The Witcher does that too, where there are... are choices you have to make that drastically affect the game and i absolutely hated it yeah because um, you get it it's countdown 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 uh-huh. oh, like, yeah. yeah you have 10 seconds to make those choices yeah. if you don't make it or yeah, make I it mean, right yeah, yeah there's there's like segments of the game where it's like a car is coming at you head yeah. on on the freeway and you have to go left or right yeah. that's yeah. your choice yeah i don't know if you can actually i don't know if you can die during that but like you have to choose to crank this the wheel one way or the other it's like that is Build a house. Paint like, a picture. Right. Do it now. All right. Thank you for the question, Vinny. Up next, Joe wants to know, what will a Peachy Booty Gains or Dead Batty Body emote look like? <laughs> well, Peachy Booty Gains, I mean, I'm pretty sure we all know what that would look like. <laughs> I, I imagine this like this, like guy doing a big squat with his arms over his head with a big barbell and then just big peaches just popping out of his shorts. <laughs> He's just down full squat, but almost on the ground. Peach is almost on the ground. With the big... Oh, no. I picture dead, dead baddie body. What's the, yeah, what's the dead baddie body? I Where did said that it. 
uh, an episode or two ago. Okay. Um, I, I picture that just like one of those full on. Have you actually, there's a, man, there is a, sorry, there's, I saw it on like a, a Britain's Got Talent um, show where there's this dude who's like a crazy contortionist. Oh, yeah. And at the very first, he literally just like drops Collapses. to a pile of limbs. <laughs> I picture it like that. He's just mm-hmm. like, but then he does this creepy thing where he gets up on like, he walks like hands and knees, but backwards, but he can like twist his head. It was seriously creepy. It and was a dead seriously body, creepy. Body emote. Dead, dead baddie body emote. I'm just saying it. Dead body. It's just that would be that would be the the thing from inside. <laughs> yep, that's yep. what it is. That's a dead baddie body. Dead baddie body. <laughs> you just go yeah, rolling just around like the Fortnite collapsing. map. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Katamari. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Okay, Eddie Spaghetti. With the hype for Mortal Kombat 11 for 2019, if there was a console-exclusive characters and skins, who would be on the PS4, Xbox, and Switch? And you can't say Kratos because he was already in Mortal Kombat 9. You uh, turd, <laughs> stop researching your questions. Um, Maybe that's why the question right? responded in the first place. <laughs> uh, so, uh, PlayStation 4, let's see, PS4. Kratos! <laughs> no! Um, maybe the uh, the main character from Horizon. I mean, I guess the question is, is like, you have to pick someone, though, that you can see brutalized. Yeah. You, well, well, then not only can you see see brutalized, but, but also, also brutalizing somebody. someone else. Like, Crash she, Bandicoot. She, she doesn't strike me as, like, she strikes me as a person that would kill someone because they had to. Well, in not, Mortal Kombat, I'm pretty sure they're getting killed because they have to. Yeah. They're trying to well, kill but, you. But, you know, the point, of, the point of Mortal Kombat, though, is... Like it's not like you just kill someone. It's that you kill someone by pulling their spine yeah, out incredibly from the top graphically. Of their skull. Like people that are in Mortal Kombat are are straight up psychopaths. Like they well, they yeah. kill someone and then make it worse. I don't picture uh, what's her name Alloy Alloy. Yeah, I don't picture Alloy as as that character. That's why Kratos fits into that. Yeah, game. yeah. Kratos. Oh, Kratos is like of course the only one that comes to mind, but he was already done. There's got to be something else though, right? Yeah. I mean, Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. Imagine Spider-Man yeah, they, just they ripping. Did, I mean, they did DC Universe versus yeah, Mortal the, Kombat. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be that great if Spider-Man. would be great if Spider-Man was in the DC Universe, too. Yeah. yeah. So I think, can I can I skip to... I what? wasn't saying he was. This isn't a Switch I was game. I they did a <laughs> superhero universe mashup with Mortal Kombat. Yeah. This, this isn't a Switch game, but it's a Nintendo game. Can we say Conquer? That'd be awesome. Conquer's bad fur day. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be really weird. But he seems like the kind of character who would, you know. Yeah. What if you threw Rayman in there because his limbs are already separate from his body? <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> Come get me. Go ahead. Rip my Rip arm my off. off. <laughs> That's funny. That'll work. Um, from Nintendo, well, I think it's a Capcom character, I think. Uh, Mad World. Um, that was out on the Wii. Oh, it's like that hyper violent one. Yeah, super violent. Or the No More Heroes guy could be yeah. in that. Travis. Yeah, Travis Touchdown. <laughs> Those guys would probably. Those would probably work. Um, hmm. Xbox. Yeah. Xbox. Xbox. I would love to say oh. Ori, but Ori's just too cute. What about uh, what's the character's name from Manhunt? Is that what uh, I want to say? Yeah, uh, Cash. Is he the guy that like stabs people with? Like giant pieces of glass, yeah, and that'd be good. Oh, yeah. but are, so so we don't necessarily have to pick think console exclusive. He's just a regular guy, th- though. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was on PlayStation as well. Was so. it? I I, yeah. I just only know about it from the Xbox. So yeah, it's th- kind of a tricky question because you do have to have on the uh, Xbox. It would be a car from Forza. I was just gonna <laughs> say <laughs> Twisted Metal. Oh, Twisted Metal. That, that was yeah. a PlayStation exclusive. You could almost yeah, maybe yeah. get away with the Gears of War guy. Yeah, oh, we could. 
He probably like, did. He wouldn't could, do like super violent stuff, but I'm sure he could rip your arms, arms off, off just like with a big like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And why would it have to be necessarily one of those guys? Why why couldn't it be one of the baddie, big baddies from no, the Gears universe? Yeah. 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 There you go. Master Chief, just like. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Crunch. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Mortal Kombat is a is an interesting game because it really does. Like there's a there's a specificity there's a specificity, specificity to how those those characters interact with one another. It's, well, it's like and you've got so you've got Smash Bros where you've got seventy four characters. It's it's I mean I don't want to say it's not curated because it was clearly very curated, but at the same time it feels very much like a free for all. Yeah. Yeah. Where when you've got like Mortal anyone Kombat, anyone can enter. Yeah, where Mortal Kombat is very much a specific type of character. You're not curating alive. Right, exactly. That's like, why you saw Jason Voorhees show up. You yeah. saw Kratos show up, and you saw all these like. And I think what is there rumors that Pennywise is going to be a yeah, character and in like this those one? things work so well. So I, I'm having a really hard time finding yeah. a a character that fits that same mold. I mean, because yeah. I think the, the reality is, is even even if you choose the worst of a character, they're still usually pretty good. Like right. most characters are heroes. Like you usually don't play a incredibly horrible bad right. person in, in a game. Like it's just not it's not the character right. that like most people want to create. The guy from Infamous. Yeah. Like he casts Yeah, because you stuff, can. But like maybe it might work. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. All right. Thank you for that, Eddie Spaghetti. Uh, Kangaroo Jack now wants to know, do you guys consider games grindier nowadays? I honestly thought it was going to say, do you consider games grinder nowadays? I, it was written that way originally. I'm like, grinder? No. That's well, a whole no, different kind of different, game. Very different. Uh, like grinding for hours to unlock a weapon for a certain class or grinding for in-game currency can get annoying and frustrating over a period of time. GTA Online was the killer for him when gr- with grinding when he started. I think that overall... Games are significantly less grindy than they used to be, yeah. but I think there is a certain portion of games, and it's the games as a service back. that introduce grind as a way to keep a player base. Like you can either play Destiny as, "Hey, I just go in and play the stories every once in a while; it's super fun," or I really need this. I really, really yeah, need I want to be gun. the best Destiny player in the entire world, and so I'm going to grind forever um one of our our close <laughs> friends who shall rename uh un- rename mainless re- renamed mainless uh <laughs> did 1400 hours of xbox last year have you guys gone and done your xbox yeah i did mine and i did I not do that much yeah so mine said that PC my most played game of this past year was um uh, no oh, really yeah uh, mine was far cry mine's i think red dead was slightly how many hours it? did you have it didn't show me any of that Really? It it I had to pick all these weird little things and get all these and all this stuff. Yeah, and I did that, that was too. Like the first one it, it was like you. the it's first like one it showed. You. Nope, sure didn't show me. It, oh, it said that the my most played game was like eight hours of crap. What game was it? Because were you oh, maybe um, logged into another account or something? No, weird. Yeah, I had like four hundred twenty hours or four hundred fifty hours, which. It's a, I was only like a hundred and something, which is a lot. I don't want to do it again. Which is a lot, but it was not fourteen hundred. That's all Destiny grinding. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think games are there are certain kind of games that are are significantly more grindy yeah. now. But I think overall, like man, I I promise, like back in the day, all games it's were. It's kind of weird though that that's coming back. Yeah. That like we're we're deciding that now is a good time to grind, grind. And stuff, and I, mm-hmm. I understand why, but I, I personally don't like no. it at all. Not my gem. Um, I understand there's certain games like Borderlands where it's like you're finding wacky weapons, but I almost want to find a weapon because it's 
better than the one I have by like some statistical advantage. Like I, to me, like playing Borderlands, finding loot is doesn't feel as bad as like Destiny, where yeah. like you get a weapon that almost looks identical to this one, performs slightly better, but I honestly like this one that uh-huh. feels better, but I don't, well, so I don't, do I Or do grinding I for different versions of the same weapon. Like, right. I already have this weapon, but I want a better drop of this weapon. That's not for me. Right. Yeah. I can't find it. Anyway, um, it's on our Facebook page. If you want to find out your Xbox gamer info for 2018, I posted it on Facebook yeah. uh, maybe three days ago. Because I can't remember ago. the game that it said that you played the most this, and I'm like, no, I didn't, because that game was hot garbage. You <laughs> left that game on while you walked away for two days. For eight hours? Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. weird. I, but I put in way more than that for in so many other games. Anyway, I don't care. <laughs> uh, that's what I got to say about meh. Um. Oh, that's it. Okay, no more questions. That's, Thanks, that's guys. Uh, if you got questions for us, like I said, bitemepodcast.com slash Discord, and you can pop into our Discord and leave us a question there or Facebook or whatever. Um. All right, let's wrap it up with a cheap free game this month. Uh, what's going on with this? Assassin's Creed Odyssey for free. If you've been doing the um, Project Stream Project Stream on Google. Um, or if you just want to go sign up for Project Stream. Like, you don't already have, a- have to have access to this. Go to projectstream.google.com. And you can sign up. They'll give you a spot to test uh, Assassin's Creed. And then you the copy that you get is actually not through Project Stream. You'll actually get a key to redeem in the Ubisoft store oh, to cool. get a free copy of Assassin's Creed uh, Origins, or I'm sorry, Odyssey. You just have to play for more than an hour. Oh, that's awesome. In Project Stream, and you'll get a free copy of the And game. Project Stream is, it's still... Still testing. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So you can go sign up right now, and you should be able to get this free copy of the game. I mean, that's a pretty big deal to get a copy of a AAA game that came out two months ago. Yeah. So, I mean, do it. even if you don't think you'll play it, go go sign up for it and get a free copy, and maybe you'll want to play it next year when there's a slow time in Never. <laughs> right. That's very cool. Uh, there is a couple of Humble Bundles that you can check out right now. And if you didn't know, well, you're about to find out. We are an official Humble Bundle partner. You can go to bitemepodcast.com slash humble and you can find all these bundles and so many more there. So if you've been staring at the Internet and think that Sonic has the sexiest hairy legs you've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> and been hearing people complain, complain, complain about how yeah. terrible it looks. Then this, this bundle is for you. It is the humble Sonic bundle. Uh, for a buck, you can get Sonic 4, uh, Sonic DX, Sonic CD, Sonic Sega All-Stars Racing, Sonic Adventures 2, and Sonic Adventure 2 Battle DLC. Uh, for the average, which is right now around 7 bucks, you get Sonic All-Star Racing, Transformed Collection. Which I heard the Sonic Racing game wasn't that bad of a yeah, kart racer. Fine. It's not bad. Sonic Lost World, Sonic Generations, and Sonic the Hedgehog 4. And then if you pay more than 15 bucks, you get Sonic Mania, which is that brand new uh, Sonic collection, I Super believe, fun. which I've heard is great. And then Sonic Forces, um, which apparently has mixed reviews on Steam. So who knows? But for 15 bucks, you can get a crap ton of Sonic games if that is your jam. And it's not mine. <laughs> yeah, no. But it might be yours. I really want to play the new Sonic game, but I don't know if I want to play it for $15. We'll see. Uh, Whatever. I bought it for 30 Yeah, maybe I will. Yeah. We'll see. It's real, it's real, real good. If you like if you like the OG Sonic games, this is your Sonic Yeah, I, I think the thing is I do like the OG Sonic games, but I think I liked them in the 80s when my reflexes were significantly better. Yeah. Like I've played, Those are fast. Yeah, I've gone back and played some of the OG Sonic games. I'm like, wow, I'm really, really bad really at these. Terrible. So. Um, the other Humble Bundle that's going on right now is the Yogscast Jingle Jam 2018. Yeah, we've talked about this. Just go buy it. It's 30 bucks. It's I bought it like day one or two, and I already have 60 new games. So 
you know, like at the very least you're going to get, you know, uh, 60 games for 50 cents a piece. <laughs> so, or maybe Sounds it's $35. That's $35. So not yeah, quite 50 cents now. a piece. There's some fun stuff in there. And I think it's one of, this is one of those bundles that every single year I buy all of them. And then six months from now, someone will go, Oh my God, this game's so awesome. Have you seen this? And I go into Steam. I'm like, Oh yeah, I already own it. I'll try it. I have it. Yeah. So there's, there's just some cool stuff in there and it, it supports some really good charities. So, you know, give someone a better Christmas by, I just uh, bought it. There you go, Adam. Done. So, today's game is called Hello Pollution. <laughs> That's probably what I should have said after I did that thing in the other studio. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you can find those uh, Humble Bundles and more at BiteMePodcast.com slash Humble. Yay. And that's it. We're done. Goodbye. All right. See ya. Bite me. Um, find us on all the socials at BiteMePodcast, B-Y-T-E, me, podcast. <laughs> what? I wasn't kidding. You led me to I mean, water, I and then I drank the water, and then you made me spit Realized the water out. Realize it was poison water, and you're dead. You died of you dysentery. My belly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, bite me podcast, B-Y-T-E me podcast.com slash humble for that link, um, slash discord for the discord or uh, patreon.com slash bite me podcast. If you'd like to support us, that's it until the end of the year, possibly. Oh, it'll, it'll probably, I mean, you may not hear uh, from us again until 2019. Might. Maybe. You might hear from us next week. Who knows? But it probably won't be on this podcast. If it's so, it'll exactly. be on DLC. So what? Why are you making a weird face? Why are you furrowing your brow? in such a way bite me not done yet <laughs> um hope you guys have <laughs> you jerk have a great holiday whatever it is you celebrate be nice don't be douche yes don't be don't douche. be douche <laughs> don't be <laughs> douche hashtag don't be douche 2019 <laughs> don't douche play lots of games too play lots of games yeah There's... tell us what you get for Christmas yes Ooh. I should start a what you got for Christmas thread when we get closer to Christmas on yeah, Facebook for sure. that'd be fun that'd be cool and maybe maybe we could have a Christmas morning like uh, uh, Christmas morning game session Ooh, together. that'd be f- I won't be able All to in do our that. pajamas stream it probably I, not gonna happen I would love to do that but I have house yeah. guests but if so. you do let us know what it is. something. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. All right. Happy holidays and stuff and things. Yay. <sighs> Bite me. <laughs> oh, by the way. No, I'm kidding. <laughs>